0: Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Tuesday, October 10th, 2017. We've been talking a lot lately about nostalgia and the old days uh, between the Super NES Classic and <laughs> Road Redemption, which is a throwback to the old 3DO Road Rash game, which also was available on Genesis and Super Nintendo. I've been talking a lot about uh, the 90s, man, about back in the day. And I don't know actually how much any of you know about my history. But my very first job, actually, in the 90s as a a wee wee boy uh, in in grade school was as a video game reviewer. I I got a job really, really young writing video game reviews for the newspaper for the princely sum of $25 a week. And I used to give a score to those games uh, out of 10. And there were very few games that earned the score 10 out of 10 for me, even at that young age. But one of those games, one of that handful of near-perfect gaming experiences was a game called Star Control 2. This was a game on the PC that combined exploration and one-on-one combat and diplomacy, and it felt like a massive, incredible space epic. And I loved it. I thought Star Control 2, it still, in my mind, is one of the best gaming experiences of that era. Now, Star Control had sequels beyond Star Control 2, but they were not created by the designers of the first two Star Control games, Fred Ford and Paul Reiki III. But now, news today that those two designers are coming back to the Star Control universe and creating a spiritual successor to Star Control 2. They're going to call it Ghosts of the Precursors. They're saying it is very, very early in development. So this is a game we're not going to see for quite a while now. But we've waited 25 years for this announcement. I think I can wait a little longer. Uh, this is an incredibly exciting idea for me. I don't even know what a modern Star Control game would look like, but I'm very excited to find out. Uh, Strux Control Two. I mean, it predates Windows, right? It, it came out on DOS. I had to, uh, I had to edit my autoexec.bat and my config.sys files to uh, to get this thing to run. That's that's the era we're talking about here, 1992. So I'm very curious as to what a 2017, 2018, 2019, whenever this thing hits, version of Star Control 2 looks like. I can't even tell you what I really want. All I know is I'm really glad these two guys are working on it. And it's not like Ford and Reiki have been out of the video game development world. No, they founded Toys for Bob and have created the Skylanders franchise for Activision. So they've been actively working in the space, but they haven't been working on Star Control, and everybody's been asking them. They say they always hear from fans. But the Star Control rights, actually, uh, you know, Accolade, the old video game company Accolade, published Star Control and Star Control 2 back in the day. Accolade, of course, doesn't exist anymore. And the rights to Star Control have been purchased by Stardock, And they actually have their own Star Control game that will be a throwback to the old Star Control. It's called Star Control Origins. They're working on that. It should be coming sometime soon as well. They acquired the rights back in 2013. So that may be a fun spiritual successor to Star Control as well. But the fact that the two original creators of one of the great science fiction video games ever, Star Control 2, are now turning their attention back to that universe... Uh, and creating a game called Ghosts of the Precursors, which will take place in the Star Control universe and using those ideas. Man, I am so excited to see what this eventually becomes. I think you could argue that Star Citizen is... Is the modern spiritual successor to Wing Commander, Chris Roberts, taking up his 1990s series and revamping it into something more modern, are we going to see Star Control make that kind of a technological and ambition leap? It remains to be seen, but I will be very much following this story because I hope it's another 10 out of 10. We've been talking a lot about how incredible a year for video games 2017 is, how tough it is going to be for me to compile my best of the year list. We always do on my other show, DLC, we do our top five games of the year. It's going to be a tough one this year because there are my list is already jam-packed and we haven't even got to the meat of the year. And every Monday on Newest Latest Best, we talk about the new games that are coming out that week. Uh, video, video Games 24-7, the website, just put out an article highlighting the fact that every single week from now until December, the mid-December, Christmas really, there is going to be at least one and sometimes multiple blockbuster games coming out. We've already had a jam-packed 2017 with some of the greatest games ever released all this year, and yet the year is really just ramping up for the big push toward the holiday where every single week we get a big release. So I'm going to run these down so you can get them in your head. Uh, the week uh, This week, October 9th, obviously we already talked about Shadow of War and The Evil Within 2 coming out on Friday. And then next week, we got South Park, The Fractured Butthole, WWE 2018, and Gran Turismo Sport. Then the week of October 23rd, Destiny 2 hits the PC, Assassin's Creed Origins, Mario Odyssey and Wolfenstein 2: The New Colossus all hit on the exact same day, October 27th. That's just like the perfect storm of no time. How do you how do you play all three of those games? <laughs> it's insane. Mario Odyssey looks like one of the biggest most sprawling Mario's ever made. Assassin's Creed Origins has been described to me as the Witcher in the Assassin's Creed universe, which makes me actually really excited to play it. And then Wolfenstein 2, of course, a balls-to-the-wall, insane first-person shooter. That's nuts. The following week, October 30th, Call of Duty World War II comes out. Week of November 6th, Neo Complete Edition on PC. The expansion to Horizon Zero Dawn, which is one of the best games of the year, bar none, Frozen Wilds, that hits November 7th, then Sonic Forces, the the Xbox One X console launch, and Need for Speed Payback, which is one of those games that blew me away uh, at E3, and I'm so excited about because it looks like kind of a spiritual successor to Burnout, or at least has some Burnout DNA in it and i keep forgetting about that game when i talk about games coming out at the end of the year but i'm really excited to play payback it looks awesome it looks like it has a story it's got these cool moments where you know of of storytelling this very sort of fast and the furious esque cinematic combination of driving and and narrative Ugh, that looks awesome then november 13th la noir comes out on consoles the new version of la noir Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, which we're playing the beta of right now. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon come out on 3DS. And Skyrim for PSVR and Switch. So, I kind of want to replay Skyrim in VR, but who's going to have time? (laughs) Who's going to have time? Week of November 20th, The Inpatient comes out on PSVR. Week of the 27th, Resident Evil Revelations and Revelations 2 are re-released on the Switch. Then Doom in VR. Then Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on Switch, a big sprawling epic role-playing game that looks amazing. December 4th, Dead Rising 4, Frank's Big Package, and Bravo Team on PSVR, which I got to admit, Bravo Team might be skippable because I did not, I was not blown away by it at E3, but I'd like to give it a shot. And then December 11th, Fallout 4 in VR, Okami HD, and Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition. It's insanity. What's going to make your Christmas list? What are you going to buy? What do you like? What's uh, there's just too much, right? There's too much, but what how do you narrow that down, especially October 27th? Are you getting all those? Are you just getting Mario? Wh- wh- how's it going to work? Are you are you I've been waiting for Destiny 2 to come out on PC. That week is brutal for releases. Hey, speaking of stuff that's brutal, I wanted to get your thoughts on something that we talked about on this week's edition of my podcast, DLC, which you can find at 5 x DLC. And it's it's really a big topic right now in all of gaming because it's it's taken over, guys. And I'm talking about loot boxes. We see Shadow of War releasing today f- with loot boxes in a single-player game. People are very upset about that. Uh, we're seeing Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2, having loot boxes tied to progression tied to actual in-game abilities rather than just cosmetics. So if you want to get better at the game, you actually have to invest in loot boxes or earn loot boxes. And you can play and play and play, but if your loot box doesn't come up with the upgrade you want or need, you're not going to get better performance in the game. Very problematic, I think. We've got loot boxes uh, all over the place. And... It doesn't seem to be slowing down, it seems to be ramping up, and I understand the motivation from the developer side, I do, and I don't think it's always just money, although you can't argue with some crass versions of, of this, I mean, especially the Star Wars Battlefront just seems inexcusable. Forza 7 just released with loot boxes, with stuff that used to be just part of the game, and now they've shuffled it off into loot boxes. I happen to really enjoy the process of opening a loot crate. It's, it's fun when you when you break open a box in Overwatch or Heroes of the Storm, as I often do, and a cool skin pops out. It's a fun thing. It's fun to roll those dice. It's fun to pull that lever in the casino and find out what you get. But this is – it's getting out of hand, and I'm very curious what you guys think. I would love this to be a topic that we talk about the rest of this week and into next. Uh, Are you frustrated by this? Do you buy loot boxes? Do you think this is a viable way to add monetization? Is it a fun thing that you can just earn in-game and you're never pressured to spend real-world money on loot boxes? Maybe it's just a fun new thing to pop open that present and see what's inside. I can understand that. It's a fun thing for me in in Heroes of the Storm. Let me know what you think. I'd love to get some call-ins on this. You can use the Anchor app app. Send your call in and let me know your thoughts about loot boxes.